Real, real, real fans podcast episode 43. I'm back out here with the boys. Sup? Your boy Julian, your boy Gabe. The famous yeah. Gabe. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> but that Yo, wild Gabe, ass you, I think you're famous for the podcast now. I think you're, you're moving on. I mean, you're moving oh, yeah. on things. You're moving yeah, on to greater we, things now. Did we even talk about that? We I know. That. For a second, I was like, damn, is he about to shout us out? <laughs> I was like, is he about to shout us out? And I was like, nah, oh, guys, God. we got a lot of sports to talk about. <laughs> March Madness, crazy moves in the NFL, NBA news, fight night, baseball, everything you can think of we got going on right now. It's a crazy yeah. week. A crazy week. I, let's, let's talk about, let's start baseball first. But I just want to hit, hit base with it because, you know, JoJo and I, we baseball. Pun intended. Eh, not so much. <laughs> uh, still a lockout. <laughs> Uh, it was crazy. The MLB season innings, but then we go into a lockout. The players are locked out. Discussions. Uh, they've actually started going forth. Um, but I think Rob Manfred came out uh, a couple days ago last week and uh, suspended at least opening day and maybe the first few games. He suspended um, the first but series. But also came on the news. Okay. Um, but yeah, also the first series, and I think he just did the second series as well. Uh, so it seems like it's going to be like that. Uh, the COVID season where it's like you know, it's half season. Uh, they're right now they're negotiating. I think fourteen teams. That's one of the concerns. Like we're headed down the line of having like another half season. You know, sixty games, eighty. Uh, and one of the biggest news that came out this week was Apple TV. They saw that. But Apple TV, they're trying to get into the live sports game uh, wow. with their subscription. So, yeah, the MLB. So they're going to be, they just signed a deal, um, you know, in the middle of this lockout. So to me, it, it kind of looks like that maybe not as a whole season, just like before, 162 games. But it seems like, why would Apple TV sock out there in the dispute with their players with their with their yeah. workers so i think sounds like we're gonna have baseball um but i don't know you feel about this lockout are you looking forward to another half season do you think do you like the half well i'm i'm actually surprised you know i remember we spoke about this early on when we first heard about the lockout in general and we said oh you know i think it was me and you we agreed that you know they're not going to delay the season that they're going to come to an agreement and the players, man, they, they rejected, you know, the agreement, uh, whatever went on. Obviously we don't know the details in that, but I guess they didn't, they didn't like what was, what was stated in there. They, they disagreed, probably didn't benefit them much or resolve any issues that they, you know, have spoken about, but in terms of a shortened season, um, I'm for it. I'm for it because, uh, that COVID season we had was very competitive. Um, I don't want there to be 62 games. That That's a little too short, but every game mattered, you know, just like in a, in a regular 162 game season, every game mattered as well. It's just over a longer period of time, but when it's shortened, now you really know, like you have to win there and now, right? If you have a slump, you need to get out of it. You can't wait 10, 15 games to get out of your slump or your, your starting pitchers need to do what they have to do on the mound every, you know, fifth day that they're out there. Um, and that playoff intensity, you know, they they widened the playoffs. Marlins, you know, saw a playoff berth, beat the Cubs. Um, anything happened. Uh, I don't. Again, I don't think they're gonna cut half the season, but that's just me being optimistic because who knows if the players and you know everyone else comes to an agreement on this moving forward. But you can just be optimistic. We want to see baseball, right? It's it's already March. Spring training should be happening. You know, like pitchers should be out there on the mound doing their thing. You know, players getting their cuts in. They're everyone back from big vacation right now. It's it's baseball season. Yeah, I was gonna say like I think a lot of guys are still training. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Joe. I was gonna say like I think it's not gonna be shortened because I think a lot of those spots, those TV spots, all that stuff, all those contracts are already set and put in motion for 162 games. So I don't think it's gonna get shortened, but I think it's just, everything's just gonna get pushed back. 
everything's just going to be delayed. We might get baseball into November, like November, November. baseball. <laughs> no, no, like, they're going to be playing in the snow. <laughs> yeah, it's going to fuck, dude. Yeah, I mean, especially if you get in like those cold cities, like it's going to be yeah. rough. They might even but, make up games, and they just might have a jam-packed schedule. I think, yeah, seven games in a row. Hey, you maybe skip. You got to play. Maybe skip bench. All-Star Weekend. Maybe I don't know. Possibility. I don't know. I'm just like making that up. Yeah. But but and you got to remember, games already. You know, like rain delay games get postponed. They got to reschedule on that. So you got to remember that for the rest of the season as well. Maybe they'll cancel games. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. No. I think it. I definitely don't see a shortened season. I don't think that's going to happen. I think <laughs> all these deals and everything's been made yep. to make it for a 62 game season. We're not probably going to see a, if if they ever do, which they should and. Who knows if they ever will because they're so like you know stuck in their old ways, but That's a it's gonna be it's gonna be a long time before you see it. And I don't know. I think a part of it too is kind of crazy to think like they're kind of okay with delaying the season because I feel like if there's any sport who should really be worried about delaying their seasons like and can't really afford to, I feel like it's the MLB. Like the you're getting into your like this is about to be the MLB's like zone where it's like that summer where they don't have a lot of competition. And I feel like delaying or doing a shortened season without the anticipation of it is just not going to be very good. And people are just going to kind of forget. And fans, you definitely don't (laughs) want to feel that anticipation, right? Like, again, like I know it's March. I know spring is right around the corner. So, you know, baseball season's there. And then for them to postpone it, which obviously we know why, but, you know, not everyone's a diehard baseball fan like like we are well Gabe and I yeah. you know what I mean you you might have those casuals out there who really just look forward to opening day and then they'll maybe watch in another two three months to see how their team is doing and then all-star and then playoffs come around you know yeah yeah uh kind of a slight transition but not really because I was actually watching um I was watching uh the show uh ESPN FC and they're talking about because uh, me and Gabe, you weren't here, Jojo. We were talking briefly about like the MLS opener and stuff like that, and uh, we we're talking about like kind of the growth and how much it's exploding. Charlotte just had an opening day, uh, their inaugural first game, seventy five thousand people I in Charlotte, seventy five thousand, completely jam packed, and what falls right in line with baseball. Baseball's only competition or MLS's only competition is baseball. And it's like you're seeing this traction building and it's a World Cup year coming on, which there's always a little bit of a boom because of that. And it's like, man, this is not the year for baseball to really be slacking. And like, especially like, you know, there's a growing fan base of this sport. And it's like, hopefully they can get it together and do something because like, like you said, man, 75,000 people, that's a lot of fuck. That's a huge crowd. That's more than what the Panthers get. And if they can consistently get that, I mean, a lot of these places are pulling in more fans per let granted it's less games, but on average they're pulling more than these MLB games and uh, MLB just has big TV money for sure. That's what keeps MLB. So afloat and who knows how much they're getting from this Apple thing. But uh, they were talking about like, does this, does this hurt baseball because of that? And if it coincides, like, do you guys think that could eventually, you think that would hurt it in a sense, like help with young fans? As far as young fans, um, people, people trying to discover, discover the sport. I think I said earlier, it makes the games more exciting. It makes more love baseball already. I feel like it's pretty good. I mean, I don't know if it's good for their bottom line because, you know, on all these games, they have to put advertising, right? They sign all these big contracts with whatever, Bally Sports, and they sign whoever LA signs with for advertising stuff. So I want to sell you my risk crackers. Give me to reducing it. Um, I don't know how, how all that money works out. It makes it more exciting. It makes it like, like JoJo said, playoff. Every game matters. Uh, for Makes it more interesting to me. I think in general, all these leagues should reduce. Again, hockey should reduce their games. NFL is already. But I mean, I mean so much. I mean, like in the sense of like, do you think MLB should be worried of seeing this, like the success of what's going on? Yeah, the rise in popularity. 
And this just happens to be coming to when an MLB lockout's happening. And do you think it, it hurts them in a way for like these like kids growing up watching it? Well, I don't because yeah, well, um, I, mean, I guess right now it's showing like right? just a small sample in one city, right? So, hey, maybe there were these hidden soccer fans in that city finally got a team, so they showed up. Well, not necessarily because they just beat Atlanta's record, 74,000. Atlanta averages about 40,000 fans a game. Seattle, same boat. The average, I think, is about 22,000 fans a game. It's It's not every time like – you know, Cincinnati sells out about 25,000 all the time. Like Austin, like me and Gabe were talking about, sells out 22,000 every single game, every single week. I'm just wondering, like, in my head, I think it, it if I was the MLB, it's something to not like so soon, but it's something to think about because it's like it's the only sport currently that is directly competing with your time frame. And that, that's just kind of like my thought. I was like, that I, I, could be something or when it comes to the future generations. I, I would agree with that. Anything, every, any and everything is a competition to the MLB, right? Because they're trying to, they're trying to fight for your attention and your dollars. So, um, and I think season will help with that. Like maybe, maybe not for me, the guy who likes baseball to me is excited. I don't know. That's just, yeah. I think short season helps I, for sure. Yeah. Sense. I want to get, yeah, following if we have I think it for sure would help. Okay, so there's not really too much. But let's get into uh the NFL today and yesterday there's stuff happening all exciting over things, the fellas. League. Probably exciting. Probably the biggest story. Well, one of the stories uh heading into this season is uh, Aaron Rodgers, who had a kerfuffle. I don't know what you want to say. He had a problem going into this league that he wasn't gonna show up to camp. Uh he plays a season for the season again. Uh, back to back. We're losing Gabe here. A major deal. He signed recently. We're losing Gabe. Oh, you're losing me? Damn it. Yeah. Man down. Man down. Anyways. That McDonald's Wi Fi, man. You got to change that up. <laughs> so you got to face that, dude. You got to go to Dunkin' Donuts. You got to get the private Aaron, one, not the open Wi Fi. Aaron Rodgers. What you got on Aaron Rodgers, Julian? What you got? All right, I'll take over for Gabe while he figures that out. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers just signed a four-year deal, two hundred million. It's going to be the highest, most paid, con- the most. God, what? I'm taking over Gabe, but I can't even speak. <laughs> highest paid contract in NFL history per year. Um, pretty wild fucking deal. Everybody kind of thought that he was going to maybe move. I was on the boat. I was I was on the side where I'm thinking I thought it was a done deal we that he was, gone. he was out of here. We I, after all that controversy, the only way to keep that man was to pay that man <laughs> the way they paid him. Back to back MVP in the league, and we're talking quarterback hardest position in the league. They weren't ready. No matter what they went through, they were not ready to give him up. Yeah, and I thought for sure Denver, I mean, signing the Green Bay OC, I thought for sure that was gonna be a power move to bring him in. Me and Gabe talked about that. We actually have a video that's got over a thousand uh, views on YouTube talking about that exact topic. And it's so crazy to think that like, uh, he really stayed like, I'm surprised. And then due to that money talks. Yeah. And I don't even think like, I guess money did play a factor because in my mind, it, it wasn't so much the money that I think green Bay, that Aaron wanted to leave green Bay. I think it was more so the situation, because no, he was exactly. going to get paid regardless. No, he wanted to leave the situation 100%. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. Green Bay, the organization, they made sure to give him that offer. And that was the only way to keep him. That's why I said money talks. It's not that he wanted the money from them. He could have gotten paid anywhere else. But that's the only way they they got him to stay. Give him the yeah. highest paid contract. Like, the, in all and then on top of that, they tagged Devontae. So Devontae's going to be there another year. Uh, but I, the part of me, what makes me a little surprised too, is like, granted, we'll see when free agency hits and like drafting and everything, but it seems like Green Bay still hasn't done any. Obviously, we'll see. Uh, I think the new season starts the 13th, the new league year. So all the free agents are going to be the 13th um, with Monday. We'll see what they end up doing because Green Bay is notoriously known for not really spending money on free agents. So, I can't imagine they must have told him something that they're going to like completely revamp it 
and like you know bring more weapons, bring more yeah. offensive linemen, like there, there add to the to defense. There's, there's, they, get, they got a plan. There's, yeah, there's got to. He's beginning stuck, right? The organization's beginning stuck. And Rogers, yeah, and I think a great regular season, yeah. playoff time. They lack happening. depth. They lack depth, and I think there's some sort of plan. I think they obviously talked with them about to get him on board for sure. But uh, Gabe, were you surprised? Yes, I was hugely surprised. I hope you guys can hear me now. Am I still okay? I'm no. Yeah, you're good. Can't you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, I was really surprised because you know he made such a, a big. Hit, so, um, uh, the fact that he came back, I guess. Shout out to Randall Cobb. You kept Aaron Rodgers in there. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's kind of <laughs> a weird thing. Uh, but you know, whatever. Good for him. He got paid. I guess that's what I thought. You know, a lot of people thought it was about respect. Like, oh, you guys are doing to uh, you know uh, improve the franchise. I just still Aaron Rodgers. I still think, like you guys said, like there's not a lot of depth on that team. There's tons of injuries of guys being out, and it seems like the only consistent thing going forward. I still think they'll be competitive. How far will they go? I don't know, but I mean, I guess good for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you made a stink, you got paid. Well, that's what I'm. Congrats. Yeah, that's what I was saying because I think. Yeah. I think the only way, the only reason they have some sort of plan put in place that they worked with him to get more players because I that to me that's got to be the only reason why he stayed is that they have something in the works that's about to happen to get them over that hump because I can't imagine him running it back with the same team and him wanting to stay there. I, I just I I find that really hard to believe when he could go to so many other places that have a way better roster. So there's got to be something there, yeah. but um. Who know, like, uh, but yeah, at least they, at least they, as of right now, they get the same guy. Transition. One of the funniest things I saw on Twitter the other day was Jerry Judy, your Broncos, uh, (laughs) Jojo. Once, once that, uh, all that money, sad face, but then uh, only a couple hours, Jerry Judy's, uh, tweeting out a smile face. He said, oh, it's lit. (laughs) <laughs> the Broncos acquired. Uh, let me just read it off the top because I can't remember. Two first round picks, two, two fifth round selection, and a fourth round pick into the Broncos, uh, including Noah Fant, Drew Lock, and of course, defensive lineman Shelby. JoJo, how do you feel about Listen, Broncos right now? Ecstatic is not even a word because I've been preaching it. And I've been preaching it. I'm saying we are literally a quarterback away. We did not get the guy we wanted. Unfortunately, we didn't have that kind of money to give him. So shout out to Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers, for making an app for you guys. That's fine. Now, yes, we gave up a lot on this, but but this means that we want to win. This shows that we want to win and we know what the team needed to acquire to to, to win this season, to move forward, right? To not stay stagnant. We understood the issue. We needed a quarterback. We have a great young team that had a great young rookie class last season. So we we drafted what we needed to draft. We know our future. And that's it. We got our guy, Russell Wilson. Hey, I got faith in him. I mean, Seattle's O-line didn't really take care of him. Their defense isn't the same. The whole organization changed the last couple of years. So I feel like, you know, a fresh home for him to produce to lead he's a great leader and that's what this franchise needs because we had great leaders in the past and we just got another one a big one yeah the only thing that sucks that i could be short but we got a big (laughs) leader (laughs) the only thing that sucks is like yeah fuck the picks whatever who cares like who's who's to say that that pick would end up being anything but the only thing i the only part of the trade that kind of sucks that you wish you could have kept was noah fant exactly having like a number one tight end like there um Shelby Harris, you can find, you can replace him. Um, like I said, the picks is kind of whatever. I think Russell Wilson makes it a pick, but like, damn, it would have been nice to keep yeah. that extra weapon. I know and, how uh, important it is to have, yeah, to have a, a great tight end, right? They're hard to come by in the league, but I mean, just off the roster itself, like wide receivers, we got Jerry Judy, Corlin Sutton, running backs, Melvin Gordon, the third, cornerback on our defensive side, 
PS2, all these young guys going like best safety in the league. We're we're here to play. Hey, we might get Von Miller back. I'm optimistic about that. He got I think this is come home. The one the one thing that kind of sucks is uh I was really looking at for the Jags, the the Brandon Scherf, the offensive guard for the Broncos. He's probably the best guard in the league right now. And I think with this move for uh, uh, Russell, it's pretty much saying they're probably going to re-sign him to a big contract for sure. Because I was like, that he was like the number one guy I wanted uh, because we need O-linemen so bad in Jacksonville. And now (laughs) there's no way Russell's going there without them saying, oh, yeah, we're going to re-sign Sheriff to help shore up that line. Let's get rid of the O-line note. But, man, they're they're good. And, the you know, I'm thinking about it now. It's like, okay, yeah, you lose Noah Fant, but – to be fair, there is a ton of tight ends in free agency this year. There's a lot of really good guys in free agency. Um, so maybe they could easily replace him, but that's gonna be one tough ass division, bro. Like that's by that that already changed the NFC West from being the toughest division to now the AFC West. Because now you're in a division with Herbert, Mahomes, Wilson, yep. and Carr. Yeah. And that's gonna be hard. Very, very hard. We might see, we might even see like the entire division get into the playoffs, possibly, which I don't remember the last time I think I've ever seen that. But then the Ravens, but it it very well. The Ravens, Brown Steelers, when they got hung up. Yeah, but Cincinnati didn't make it. Bengals. But I'm saying like with 17 playoffs, all four of them could get in. Listen, man, I, it's going to be an exciting year. And I told you guys, and I'm glad the organization is making moves to set, to set us up to potentially go to a Super Bowl. It might not happen right away, but, hey, I hear the playoffs calling. When you get, calling. Oh, they're making the playoffs for sure. That, I mean, they they, bar- they almost made it with fucking Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Luck. Two years in a row, they almost made it with those bum-ass quarterbacks. Russell Wilson's like <laughs> three times the quarterback that they are. Yo, I feel like bad they're for, for sure. They're for sure making it. I feel bad for Seattle, and they got Drew Lock. I, I actually yeah. feel bad for that. Yo, he's gonna have a career. So he's gonna he's gonna revive his career. You think so? What a no, dying organization! Oh just, man, sorry. that they're on the brink of collapse, bro. They're they're clearing out. Pete Carroll's gone, dude. There's no way he's yeah, gonna stick around at 72 out. years old. What's up, game? No, that's what I was going to ask. I was like, what does that mean for Pete Carroll in Seattle? Oldest coach in the fucking league. Like, is he going to stick around and do a rebuild? Man, that guy should just retire. He says he is. He he says that he's going to stay, and this isn't a rebuild. I don't know. We'll we'll see. They still got their receivers. I mean, I just feel like just blow the shit up, dude. Like, unless they got a quarterback they like at nine, but I don't think – uh, they're going to draft one because the way Pete Carroll's sounding like he doesn't want to rebuild or unless this caught him by surprise because leading up to all this, Pete Carroll was saying that Russell Wilson's going to be on this team and him and Pete Carroll were getting along great and maybe this just kind of caught Pete Carroll by surprise and what happened, but I don't know, man. Like I said, Pete Carroll, he's a good set. He's a good looking 72. That man's active. He's, he's in shape. He looks good, but I don't know, man. Like, you get a rookie, you got to give the rookie, what, four years? He's going to be like 76 out there on the fucking sidelines. Like, I don't know about that. I think if I was just see the C- if I was a Seahawks fan, I'd just be like, just blow it up. Get what you can. You get a shit ton of picks. Trade Metcalf. Trade Lockett. Right. Just, just fucking get rid of everybody. Just start moving. Trade Jamal Adams. Like, you got, you got some pieces you can get some picks for. Just fucking stack it up. Just... Just get rid of it. Because what are you going to do with the Metcalf and Lockett with Drew Locke? And then, like, you have Jamal Adams. Hey, like, that could be the new he's part of the You're going to lock it down. And, down. And then <laughs> you got Jamal Adams. He's not going to want to be on that team because he's he believes he's a top safety in the league. So, it's like, just blow it up. Get rid of it. Get as many fucking picks as you can. You could stack it up. And the good thing is, too, all these picks are within the next two years. So, even if you... I mean, the only thing that sucks is that 2023 uh, first first round pick is going to be a high one because more than likely the Broncos are going to be uh, probably seed pretty well. So that's probably going to be a late first rounder. So your highest pick probably is going to be this year at nine. Trade up. Trade I don't know more, if you like up. a quarterback. 
That is true. You do got the the weaponry to trade up, so maybe next year they trade up, uh, which could be possible. Because this year's quarterback class sucks ass, so next year supposed supposedly supposed to be pretty good. Uh, but man, uh, good for Russell Wilson. Looks like he's finally going to be on a competent team for the once. Good, good for my Broncos, uh, man. And uh, fuck, dude, yeah. How soon? That's how soon? Sad. Have you ordered JoJo? Have you ordered That's the jersey sad. already? I was about to say, when are you getting that jersey? <laughs> Listen, as soon as it drops on the site, as soon as it drops on the site. Let's make a custom it's one. Make a custom one. It's gang cop. <laughs> All right? I'm buying, either yeah. buying Wilson's jersey or Von Miller comes back. I need a Von Miller jersey. They're for sure uh, going to start getting some primetime games now, too. So. Listen, man, I don't want to hey. I don't want to see all these bandwagon fans come out of nowhere. Oh, nobody can. I already see like the you? Like you? I know, I know <laughs> Russell. Listen, listen. I know Russell Wilson's married to Sierra. Going to get all the Sierra fans over here on this side to Denver. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, listen, I've been preaching in this podcast for about a year and a half now. The time is now. We got our quarterback. All right. I will say this real quick. We can't end it here uh, unless you guys have final thoughts. I was going to say, like, do you think Kansas City can maintain the records that they've been having, like sub four four losses? I don't think – I think they're going to get over four four losses. I mean, you got six games of really good playoff teams, essentially. Guaranteed. I don't even know what the rest of their schedule looks like. Who knows what the rest of their schedule looks like. If they get – Less than five at less four wins or less, like that's Kansas City's. That's that's for real. But granted, they, I don't think they will because their defense is not that great, and they're in a I mean, division the best, that can get their lit best up. Is to at least split with each team, go one on one with each one. You know, yeah. I think that'll be whoever gets it's over gonna the be, hump. Yeah, whoever gets over the hump and beats the team twice, then that'll those be games the are going to be shootout galore. Like there's going to be every one of those is going to be shootouts because Kansas City cannot defend the ball. No, <laughs> at all. But I was talking about another big quarterback trade that literally just happened. We're filming this Wednesday, the 9th. Literally just happened 30 minutes before we got on. Carson Wentz traded to the Washington Commanders. One, I'm going to take a minute for me to get used to saying that. But, uh, yeah. What a tremendous sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I, what, what did he get traded for? He got uh, was a couple picks. They said it was a pack. I don't know. Let me look it up. I He's think, a couple uh, of picks. seeing on Twitter, a uh, package that include two third-round picks, according to sources. Adam Schefter obviously put this out like an hour ago. Um, I don't know the exact uh, details of the deal. But, All right, so um, you want me to tell you right now, or did you did you get it? No, you can tell me. You can tell me. I didn't see it. All right, so the Colts will receive Commander's third-round picks for 2022 and 2023. Commander's. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I can't uh, even think it's serious. It's not, uh, so that bad. Third, it's not that bad, guys. The third rounder for 2022. So the 2023 uh, third round pick is a conditional pick. If Carson Wentz plays more than 70% of Washington snaps, that third rounder in 2023 will become a second round pick in 2023. Um, the teams also swapped second round picks this year with the Colts moving up. From 47 to 43, 42, and Washington going back down, going up to 47. So, oh, and Washington will pay the full $28 million due to wins, including a $5 million roster bonus due wow. next week. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> For wins. Yo, why do you want. They still believe in this guy? Like, no offense to him, but. Like- Dude, his agent, going on? real quick, Carson Wentz's agent has got to be the best fucking agent ever. The Bro, fact dude, that this man is still names. getting paid. Put that guy in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> the fact put, that this man is still getting paid almost $30 million a year plus signing bonus, which is a million dollars a year, like Bro. is beyond me. And he's been playing so bad for the past three seasons, and this man's still getting paid. Yo, Carson man, Wentz really is signed a bad contract. Carson Wentz is a goddamn Tim man. He's the oil up his shit. He's got man's got. <laughs> arthritis he's he torn acl arthritis he's got <laughs> the man yeah, we talk about joe burrow's peg leg <laughs> he, hey he made a comeback on that peg leg but once i don't know <laughs> they're gonna have to rebuild him <laughs> you know, you're gonna have to look oh up God. his uh his his report bro like two sprained ankles at the same both ankles sprained 
And he's this reckless as fuck. Highway arrest this man. He said he got arrested. Highway robbery, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> I Yo, it's, a win. it's a win for the Colts. The Colts win this fucking deal. It doesn't matter whatever they, they get rid of Carson Wentz, they win. Bro, the only way they get rid of him. I think two names took him. Andy's Andy's they're gearing up to get somebody. I don't think they're drafting. They're gonna maybe they will. I don't know. But I think Indy, they're in a position to win now. I who's out there though? I don't I can't think of it at the top of my head, but like who are you gonna get? You know, you going to trade for Kirk Cousins, like Jimmy Jimmy G? Are you going to get? Jim, are they gearing up for Jimmy G? That's a possibility. Maybe. Like, I don't think they're drafting. I'll tell you that much. I think they're they're look. They might be gearing. Maybe these picks he's they're getting for Jimmy G. I'm kind of surprised Washington's willing to take on that contract and the roster bonus signing. That's kind of wild to terrible, me. Terrible, terrible. Um, does this make Washington better? I think it slightly does. I don't think. The Washington's kind of in the same place as the Colts. I think the Colts are a little bit of a better team than Washington overall, but Washington's still a really solid team and has a really good roster with a really good coach in Ron Rivera. They are one of those situations where they don't have the quarterback. Heineke, he was solid at times, but he's let's be real, Heineke's a great backup. That's all he is. That's all he ever will be. Carson Wentz, I will say, he's not a great quarterback. I think he's a little bit of an upgrade from Heineke. Kind of, but he might get you a couple more wins. He might squeeze you into the playoffs, but he also might cost you like they did the Colts. The Colts couldn't beat the Jaguars, the worst team in the league, Number team getting the number one overall pick. They couldn't secure the win to get into the playoffs in the final week of the game because of his poor play. And you want to bring that guy onto your team who couldn't oh, even beat the worst team in the league? I think it helps them. But nah. I don't think it's going to take – I mean, they're not going to take – you're going to tell me Carson Wentz is going to beat Dak Prescott and the Cowboys or even Jalen Hurt. Philly. Like, yeah, the, they might beat the Giants. Like they're like I said, they got a really solid defense, and it might help them a little bit. They might be like a 500 team, but I don't think they send them over the edge. Maybe. Unless somehow fucking Ron Rivera has the, the cure to fix him and turn him back into 2017 Carson oh Wentz where he was – and they're running for MVP, but uh, they got they got the Frankenstein. This guy, man, this guy has a motherfucking Frankenstein. Pieces of other dead corpses going to put together for for this guy to get on the field. pieces of other dead corpses. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like Philly, Philly, and Dallas are better. They, I think they secured Dallas as the favorites. And and let's see what Jalen. Hurts. Uh, I'm I'm big on Jalen Hurts. I'm uh, I'm I'm up on Jalen Hurts. Quick, quick note on Cowboys. A little bit of Cowboys obligatory talk. Looks like Amari Cooper's gone out of there. Every, all those reports are showing that they're kicking him out. So we'll see if that actually happens come Monday. All right, but and also I'm kind of surprised uh, they're doing that. Speaking of league uh, over the weekend, uh, I think the NFL announced that uh, they suspended Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, who was out, right? He left. Wild. This year. He left this year the Atlanta Falcons for mental health issues, uh, and people respected his his decision to not play. But while he was not playing, he was also betting on football. Uh, Julian, do you have any more details, any opinions on Calvin Ridley play a game of football suspended by the league for betting on football? So he's suspended indefinitely for the entire season and we'll have to go to Yo, appeal process to come in. bizarre, bro. <laughs> yeah. And you know the fucked up thing, to, and it always seems to happen this way. It's always like the guy with a ton of talent. Calvin Ridley... I don't know if you guys – none of us really watch a lot of Atlanta football. I like, like Calvin Ridley. Dude can flat out. Good. He's, he's good. good. He is a – if he – when he's in a number one position – I mean, he had Julio next to him, so who knows, like, how good he is without Julio. Yeah. But, like, the man can fly. He is fast as fuck. He is a great wide receiver. He was, he was like, potentially on the trading block for a lot of teams. I was for sure looking at him for my team. Um Damn, sport a, with the pop- another bad season for the Falcons. They just can't. They just can't put it together. They just can't figure Man. it out. Listen, and it's always the players with the most talent that make the worst decisions. It's always. But, it's but always, how would he know? It always he's happens. Doing he's doing his thing. Like he sacrificed. Right what well, he put up fifteen hundred and lost like ten mil. Game part late. And gave up ten mil. 
if y'all don't know, parlay, you have to win. You know, it's like I have to bet that whatever Falcons gonna win this week, and then and then the Dolphins win, and then I get paid out. So parlay, you, you know, it's like a train of, of bets, whatever. Yeah, which is kind of silly. It's hitting all, all your bets at once. Yeah, it's a legal thing that he was doing. He thought it was legal at the time, but obviously because he is an NFL player in the NFL league, they don't want the players. Where was he league. gambling? I think he was I'm in Florida. Somewhere. It was the Falcons. I was gonna say because he can't. Florida. Obviously, you can't gamble in uh, Georgia and Florida. You can't anymore. They revoked it again. Yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. I, I think that's what he did at the time. I guess they have whatever. Know the specific uh, casino book that he was using, but apparently they they had his name and they got reported. And uh, um, it's I think it's so pretty egregious. A like, year is pretty egregious, don't you think? A year is pretty egregious, like. In general, yeah, I'm I think, like, and I, I think here's what they're trying to do. They're obviously Wait, trying to make an example out of the situation. Yeah. So they're like, that's not allowed, regardless. And you know, NFL, NFL always has the most egregious like re- repercussions for anyone that breaks the rules in there. Like some always something ridiculous. Yeah, like uh, what's going smoking weed? Like uh, what's his name? Uh, who just got reinstated? Didn't he get reinstated? A lot of players. Gordon? Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. I mean, a lot of players, though. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Man, I think he should get suspended for some games. A whole year. At first, I was kind of on board with it. But then it's like, I don't know. A whole year does seem like a lot. But then I was seeing reports that he betted on games every week. So... I think the reason why they're so strong and because, I mean, obviously there's a history of this, not even just football and all sports. Obviously, Pete Rose is the biggest example. Like that is very – I think you got to set the example, the tone now. with The, the way sports betting is getting yeah. legalized by a lot of states, I think you cannot show that this is okay. A whole season might be a little too much. I do think you should get suspended for – look, if Tom Brady got suspended for using a slightly deflated ball – Versus this guy betting on games, like after being directly involved with the NFL, I think you should get suspended at some sort. Because like, if they're like, I feel like you don't even have to be told that. That's just kind of like something like, yeah, you shouldn't do this, especially due to the history of what? like betting. Don't in the they, sport. Wait, no, Isn't that in their contract? Like, honestly, you're you. But he's still employed by the NFL. Yeah, where money's involved, you you shouldn't have a hand in that because then. Again, like throwing games is illegal. You get sus- suspended for that. Like you're, you're just supposed to stay away. Honestly, you're not even supposed to be on the app looking what the over unders are or or anything. It's just dumb. It's you, you shouldn't do that. Like it's it's such common sense. Like it, it's just it's just dumb. Like you should. Everybody knows that like that is in any sport that's a big no no. Like you should you just shouldn't do that. And Bro, it's like betting on yourself. Like yo, okay, I'm supposed to have five catches today. You get your five, you stop, or whatever the case is. And yeah. or you bet on the under, and you're just like, fuck it, I'm yeah. not playing anymore. I'm sitting out or whatever. Like because you got the under. It's just stupid. I, exactly. It's just like, like the league, grown men the doing dumb things. Okay, but I, I think in general, I think. People, you know, it's known that like professional players they bet on planes. Like if you watch the fucking Last Dance, you saw how how Michael Jordan is so competitive betting on everything, betting if you can make a fucking paper ball in a trash can or some shit. Do that. They bet. They play games. They play spades. They put. You know what I mean? This is something they do on the side. Now I understand. Okay, you're an NFL player. Don't bet on NFL games. But it's not like the NFL is coming down because he's just betting in general. He could have bet on fucking hockey games. He could have bet on fucking. Any any other uh, kind of sport, and uh, I the think fact the that, issue was that it was NFL games. Yeah, he was employed by the NFL. Falcons, yeah, Falcons games. Yeah, I think um, that is that is the big issue. So I think it's a bit egregious, man. Like it's fucking heavy handed as hell, heavy handed as fuck. Just tell him, hey, don't do it again, and that's it. Let it let it be, whatever. But it's it's just so heavy handed. It's just it's strange the the way they try to. Uh, moralize and be like you know weird. It's so, it's just so fake to me. It's just sounds. It's, it's just no, yeah, so it's the shield. It's the whole like you know. I know what you, I get where you're coming from. I do like I understand it, but there comes to a certain point where it's like you just know better. Like why are you doing this? Like maybe not a whole season, but you should get suspended. And if you look at like other suspensions i think what he did was worse than what other people did and got suspended for games 
So he should definitely get suspended. And it's just like, Gabe, like for real, if you're an athlete, would you bet? Like, you know, but you know not to do that. Like that's just, and it might be even written in your contract. I'm sure it's in your contract somewhere, especially after the history that we have in America, American sports of betting on games, especially in baseball and stuff like that. I'm sure it's written somewhere and the, the continuing legalization of it. You know, like you signed this contract that you are supposed to do this, this, and this, and you broke it. And like that's just okay, how it is. And in, 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 a, in a terrible way, you bet on so many games, put a million, but like games like that you're directly guys- involved with. Yeah, you're not playing. I get that you're not playing, but you're still directly involved with the team. You're still signed by that team. You're still an employee. And it's yeah. just like, it gives the he's a grown ass man. Like yeah. he's, you're a grown ass man. It's not. I don't think it's about the actual. It just gives the appearance of like, oh, there could be some shady shit going on. But but like, here's the thing. Like, you can fucking Ray Rice. Like I said, got two games. He got his shit reduced. Like, yeah, that was a that was ridiculous. Yeah, on camera, and then two games, you're back. Fucking Greg Hardy got a job. He fucking Jerry Jones signed Greg Hardy after he beat his girlfriend with like apparently there was guns involved, thrown on the on the bed and shit. Don't get me wrong. That completely agree. We're all good with that. But then when you fucking bet a game like and he was doing it in the legal, you know, in a state where it was legal or whatever. I understand. I understand the appearance of it. But like all these guys are competitors, like betting, betting money on game. Well, I'll say like betting money on card games, betting money on other sports games. These guys are competitors. Like, like I said, I, Jordan, I think you're OK to do that. Like, obviously, yeah, you can bet on like little games and stuff that's not affected by what it is. And I completely agree with you. The fact that, like, you know, these guys can do all these ridiculously egregious things. Like, you know, you mentioned those two guys, and then you have like Michael Vick and like, uh, I think Alden Smith too. Like, you uh, obviously, yeah. Like, there's there's a laundry list of guys that've done all kinds of shit, you know. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we gotta look at this by a case by case situation. What it is, it's like at the end of the day, what he did was wrong. He shouldn't have done it, and it's probably I, I'm sure it's written somewhere in your contract. You shouldn't do it, and you should get yeah, suspended I'm, for it. The problem is, yeah, sure, I, your your problem is the consistency of like how yeah. somebody can get only two game suspension versus you know. It seems like the one thing the a NFL doesn't year. like is when you break their rules. Obviously, the yeah. NFL does. It seems like the NFL doesn't care that much about like stuff that happens outside the shield, but like when it happens like directly to the NFL, they're like so quick to hop on it. Like you, like I mentioned the Deflate Gate thing. Like you, as minor as that was, they blew that so ridiculously out of proportion to the point where like you and know, whatever, Brady they take got a round pick or some shit. Where they take some dumb shit that nobody. Can yeah, do. and Brady's out for four games, and uh, I think Bill Belichick's fine, and all this other stuff. Um, but, and I, I have a hard time sympathizing for somebody for knowing that you're, it's just common sense not to do that. And you did it. And I do think you got to suffer from the consequences. It sucks. But we can end know. it there. I, 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 yeah. I feel bad for, uh, Ridley. I feel like this is very heavy handed, overhanded. Yeah. I don't do it, but I, I feel like it's overhanded. Um, do you want to get into the NBA? Do you want to talk about a little bit NBA real quick? Uh, NBA season yeah. going on. Actually, Why real not? quick, real quick, before we get to the NBA, I want to mention this to you. Did you see what happened uh, with that Mexican soccer game? No, I did not. I mean, yes, it was crazy. Mexican fans. It was fight. no, no, no. It was a insane brawl. Like it was honestly kind of like disgusting what happened. So it was this these these two teams, and apparently the. Um, the you know they stormed the field the entire fans the like everybody in the stadium was like brawling and fighting each other pulling chairs out of the stadiums hitting people with it jumping people like like six people on one guy there's reported to be 26 injuries um nine hospitalized two seriously hospitalized the mexican government won't come out and say if there's any fatalities but according to independent writers and independent observers they're saying that the reported toll is uh, what they read. It was 17 deaths and it was just like an insane, just absolutely that just kind of like disgusting, like thing that happened. I was watching all the footage and everything. You just see like these people just like jumping these, get this like guys hitting him with chairs, running onto the field, going after players and coaches. 
and like you see like kids and people taking off their jerseys so they don't get targeted. And apparently yeah. the supporter group of that team, they're like known for being like overly aggressive and like doing like violent shit. And like, like they're like been known to like show up at like player, like, like training facilities and like harass players and like ask them for money and like force them to give them money and like shit like that. And, uh, dude, yeah, it's fucking wild. You got to see some of the footage if, if you're okay with watching uh, stuff like that, but it, it uh, was, I, I'm it not was, into the hooliganism. I, I, I just Googled, like I went on Twitter real quick and saw a little bit of it. Um, it looks pretty bad. I think I saw something it's, else. This, yeah. it, when I first saw like, oh, brawl, I'm thinking just like, you know, like, a, like we've seen him here, like a college football or something, just, like just fighting. But I mean, like this shit was like violent. Like it was really yeah. bad. Like kids are like running, like there's people that are saying their friends died. Like it is insane. And, and then you look into the history of this and uh, it's kind of fucked up too, because they just kind of like, you know, Liga MX and FIFA, they just, all they said was that we condemn them. And it's like, no, like, fuck that. Like everybody, even the Mexican fans and like every other Mexican fans, like, no, like they need to be removed from the first division and completely and ha- and the owner should have to sell yeah. their team. Like they should be completely gone for just the lack of responsibility. Like apparently the secu- the private security that was hired and the, uh, the, the police force that was there watching the game, they completely left. They ran away. Um, they broke, uh, I don't know if you know, but in a lot of Latin American stadiums, they have fences around the field because they're known for just like throwing shit and things like that. They broke down the fences are all fucking on the, like they were able to push them down. It, dude, it was a fucked situation. And yeah, I think it's fucked up that all the like FIFA and like Liga MX and the president of Liga MX, they're not saying anything. The owner of the team won't come out and say anything. It's like, no, dude, like you should literally have like your one job as an owners to put on a performance and make sure it's safely done. They need to get their whole fucking team completely eliminated from the first division. And, and also just, you know, punish the fans and like, so like, you know what, you want to act like that, just completely lose your team. And I was hearing something too. It's like, and you should threaten like the Federation and Liga and like Mexico. Like, look, if this shit ever, ever happens again, because I don't know if you know, like, uh, in 2026, Canada, United States, and Mexico are hosting the World Cup. And they're like, if this shit happens again, you're completely revoking your World Cup bid. Yeah. Like completely take and which is if there's any country that cannot afford to do that, it's Mexico because this is the first it's gonna be the first World Cup within multiple countries. So they can easily just take those three cities that were gonna host World Cup games in Mexico, just bring them over to the States. We got plenty of cities that can host yeah, it. Yeah. And it's just like, why isn't there none of that? And it's just like so fucked up that they're not like doing anything to reprimand the owners and the team and like anything. It's, it, the shit was, I, I've, I don't think I've ever seen some shit like that in sports, except for like maybe like in England when they had like the hooligan yeah. stuff. And, and people were saying in England when that shit went down, like they were suspended from like international play for like five years or something that Liverpool couldn't play for like six years or some. Sh- it was like insane. Yeah. I would and ban like, the fucking fans. Like nobody can come to this game. We're going to play this game in an empty stadium. Nobody comes. They need to get rid of the team. I think they just banned the team, hurt the owner. It's the owner. Owner didn't keep things in check. They knew that there was just like an aggressive thing that was happening. Yeah. And then it should also hurt the fans. Like they should just be fucking gone. And then FIFA needs to step in and just be like, look, this shit happened. You better keep your shit in check because we cannot force and risk like opposing fans. Like yeah. who like and some like international uh, incident of uh, some, you know, people coming to watch. Yeah. Uh, or like even match. international teams like you, the Champions League is going right now. And a lot of MLS teams are going to uh, going to the games. It's still World Cup qualifiers. U.S. has to actually yeah. play in Mexico City in the next couple weeks. And people are asking, like, should we go? Like, can we try? Yeah. Like, is it safe? Like, and it's just kind of like. It, it's crazy that they're not doing anything about it, at least as of right now. That shit yeah, I, I didn't see it. I mean, I'm just learning about it now, but it, it looks it looks pretty disgusting. Like, I don't know, man. It looks it looks. Awful. I don't think I've ever. I don't think there's ever been something like this before, and it's kind of fucked up because then it gives the Mexican fans and the good like Mexican people of like a bad rep because of all yeah. the fuck shit that these thugs did. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like shit's wild but i just wanted to bring that up see if you saw that that shit was just it was one of the craziest things i ever seen yeah it's, it's pretty 
pretty insane. Um, do we have any? No, MLS just started the season, right? Uh, the season just started. I yeah. didn't get a chance to watch the Austin game. I know you told me to watch the. Austin. I didn't get a chance. Like, it was bad. I was cons- <laughs> it was uh, bad. I, I went uh, instead. I went to go watch uh, the new Batman. That was, that was my thing. That was Sunday. I went to go watch Batman All right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, watch, I got uh, you. Do some trivia. Um, we're gonna end with basketball. Yeah, we'll end it here. Um, let's, let's By the way, as your audio listeners, Gabe uh, Jojo had to step away. Um, he told us earlier, so. You know. Yeah, no, yeah. So we we all know, uh, but just for the the audience, yeah, he had to step away for a second. So that's why you probably haven't heard him in a while. <laughs> Forgot to mention you didn't hear him talking. When we start talking about soccer, you know JoJo's not gonna be around. <laughs> <laughs> um let, let's end with NBA. I was hoping JoJo would be here to talk about NBA, but uh uh let's talk about Kyrie making his return. Kyrie balled out. Uh and and the Nets, they seem to be pretty good. You know what? I'm gonna say something controversial. The Nets, Brooklyn Nets pretty good. Julie, Pretty yeah, good. Any, any thoughts? Uh, any, any any highlights that you saw from Kyrie Irving? So uh, yeah, he dropped he dropped fifty against the Hornets. Um, here's the big question that I've been kind of like uh, I was seeing like, will he actually like finish the season? Will he actually play in the playoffs? Kyrie has been virtually non-existent in the NBA, playing here and there whenever he feels like it for the past five years. Something like that. Since I like, this is a crazy stat. Since winning the championship in Cleveland, he has only played in eighteen playoff games, and not That's all of those awful. were due to injury. And and this isn't. And also too, like going back to when they won the championship, this doesn't even have to do about like obviously the the vaccine thing plays a part, but like this is like pre COVID too. Like he's just sitting out games. Like he he won't play. He claims that he's going to stay in Boston. He just absolutely doesn't actually. He ends up leaving the next year. Like this is shown to be a consistent thing, and it seems like anytime he can find something to not play, he just doesn't play. Granted, I think some things that are kind of fucked up with like you know the Nets and like the New York things. Like you can have unvaccinated away fan away players play in Brooklyn, but he can't play in Brooklyn. So that's a little weird. And like, you know, those weird rules, somehow they work and they come up with these things that doesn't really make sense. But like I said, this has been happening even before that, where he just like, he sits out games, he doesn't play, he claims he's hurt. um, He sits out for other reasons, mental reasons, all kinds of things. And it's like, can we actually trust him to finish this season? Like, but do do you think he will? I think, yeah, I think he will, especially now it seems like like uh, the mask mandates are loosening up. I don't know about the politics in New York, uh, about, you know, what the mayor rules are, what the state governor's rules are. Apparently it's all um, good. It's all clear to go. He should be able to, like, he shouldn't, there, there, sh- there shouldn't be a COVID issue in hand that would stop him from playing. What worries me is, like, just a plethora of issues. Like, there's all kinds of reasons why he just doesn't end up playing. And that's a, and like I said, this even goes beyond what happened in COVID. It's like it just seems like this guy never ever since he won his championship. He just he has this idea that he just doesn't care that the world revolves around him, and he plays when he wants to play. Basketball isn't life, and it's like, look, dude, I get the sentiment that basketball isn't life, but you're getting paid forty million dollars a year to show up and fucking shoot hoops. Like you got to like you got to do your fucking job. Like you know, and I'm just curious to see like. If he does continue to play, yeah, they should make the playoffs no problem. They shouldn't even be in the play-ins. I think they could probably work their way up higher up in the seed, um, especially when KD gets healthy. But it's like Kyrie going to Brooklyn was one of the big reasons why KD decided to, to go to Brooklyn and stay in Brooklyn. And I know KD seems like a really nice guy, and he seems like he's, he's not very, like, you know, kind of keeps to himself and – but I can imagine he's just getting annoyed. Like it's been what? How many years now? How long have they been in Brooklyn together? I mean, it's only been what the second year. They came together. They came before Harden. Was it second? This year two. I think this year two. I thought this was three or four. Um, but, but even like the know, whole the whole thing that happened in Boston the past couple, the, like that was a disaster. What happened? He just never fucking played. It's just wild, dude. Yeah, um, I still feel like the Nets are still good. They made tons of acquisitions. They signed Gordon Dragic. Gordon Dragic should have came to the Heat, but he went to the Nets. That's fine. Um, 
Uh, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is still injured. Um, he's still. Uh, I, I don't know what the status is uh, of his injuries, but I know he was. He hasn't been playing. Um, so, I mean, we should still see like how how he fits into um, the thing. I think Julian said earlier, or in a previous episode, we talked about. You said like he's not going to be a factor. That he's not going to be offensively a factor. Um, but that's still a piece that we want to see. Um, they have names. They have old. They have big names. You know, they have Joe Harris. They signed Seth Curry. Um, so does that get I mean, you over the hump though? You need Kyrie. I think if they win a championship, they need Kyrie and KD playing on the same court. I mean, even though right now I think they're like they're like, like they're like ninth. Seed. Yeah, they're ninth, ninth or eighth right now. Um, they would face our number one Heat. Um, but I still think still think they're relevant. I think they're better than the ninth seed. They're probably mid mid tier. They're eight. They should be number one. Uh, they should be up top three. But um, I still think it'll make some for that team. Eight is bad. Eight is bad. That is that yeah. is underwhelming, and that is not what you want. Yeah, if you're fighting with like I don't know who's down there. Is it the, the Atlanta, Hawks? Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Toronto? Yeah, if you're fighting with them and the play on, yeah, playing. And and as those are teams with way less money tied up into players. With all so, that money I mean, that Brooklyn's spending, like they should be top three. With all the mask mandates going forward, I don't know about vaccination status and stuff, whatever. But as far as the mask ma- the mask mandates being relaxed, um, I think we'll see more of Kyrie uh, going forward. And you know, he's been well rested. That's all I can say. He's been well rested. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he's game speed, but he's well rested. We'll, I mean, we'll he about fifty. Game speed. Yeah. Granted, he played Charlotte. It wasn't like some world beater he did that to. Like I said, I don't think the – I think he should be fine, like, clear to play when it comes to, like, COVID-related stuff. I'm just worried that he's going to have some other reason whether – who knows what he could come up with. It just seems like the guy just – I don't know. It just seems like he doesn't want to play. He just gives me that vibe, and then he shows up every once in a while, and he's like, you know what? I kind of feel like playing basketball today, and he, like, drops 50. and But then, like, next week he's like, nah, I don't feel like it. Now uh, I'm gonna sit out. My my ankle hurts. Like you know what I mean. Like it, yeah. I just it, he's not a like guy you want to put all your marbles into. <laughs> what what they have? They signed him to a big ass. Contract. <laughs> yeah. He's there, and whether you get him half a game, I don't know how the playoffs. We'll see. We'll see uh, uh, going forward. Um, I still think they're competitive. They're still a team to look out for. Um, when did Cleveland win the championship? When was that? Twenty. That twenty sixteen. 2013, 2014 was the Spurs. 2015, 2015 was when he left. No, 2015. 2015 is when LeBron. 2015. Left. Are you serious? Yeah, because the Spurs well, they beat the they beat the Heat, and then LeBron left. 2016. LeBron left Pat Riley in Las Vegas watching soccer. Uh, you hear me? Well, yeah, yeah. It's 2016. 2016. Who won in 2015? Golden State. Oh, Golden State. Right. Yeah, they 2016 is when they were down 3-1 and yes. they came back and won. So six years, Gabe, six years, and this man has played. And mind you, he's been on teams that have made the playoffs. He's been in teams that have made the playoffs, and he's only played 18 playoff games in six years. Five seasons. He's well That's rested. bad, dude. Well that's, rested. That's just like <laughs> – since 2016, bro. COVID was in 2020. <laughs> you still got four fucking seasons that he just like didn't play, essentially. He's well-rested. He doesn't have the mileage that LeBron has. And that's how I think we want to end this podcast. So ending yeah. with LeBron and talk about the Lakers, which we're not going to yeah. talk about because we don't need to talk about Bruno. Lakers. The Lakers All right. <laughs> are done. I wish JoJo was done. here. I don't want to talk about the Lakers. JoJo don't want to talk They're about the Lakers. They're so bad. No about. one wants to talk about. <laughs> you want to talk about the Lakers. You like talking about the Lakers. Don't blame JoJo. It's you're a big a, market. You're a low-key, you're a low-key Laker fan. You're a low-key Laker wanna, fan. I just want to see the demise of LeBron James. Anyways, I think I think that's a good spot Me to end both. it. This week, episode 43. Put it in the can. We did the damn thing. Even though JoJo had to go and do whatever he had to do. Julian's still here. Julian, tell the people where they can find the podcast. They're watching it, but where can they find it? You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or Amazon Podcasts, whatever it's called over there. Google, YouTube, you know, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 
we're on everything anywhere you get podcasts and any social media you're on we're we're, we we are there and thanks for all the support on the youtube youtube's been killing it lately got a couple videos with a thousand with a thousand views that's huge getting some subscribers want to keep it up man we gotta we're trying to do big things with this this show we're trying to go to the moon anyways we'll keep it up uh We'll, we'll cover everything NBA. Hopefully, we'll talk some more NHL in here. We'll talk more basketball, more football news as you know, free agencies are opening up. Hopefully, UFC. We can talk more UFC. We haven't been world championships, but we'll watch UFC if we can. MLS, all the sports here. Real fans podcast. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for checking us out. Peace. <laughs>